Hello and welcome to this episode of Good Listeners, a podcast hosted by two kind-hearted, generous, emotionally available sweeties who are always there to listen if you need them. We're friends, roommates, and rivals. And we talk about music, whether the mics are on or not. I'm your first sweetie, Randy. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Clay. Welcome to the show, Clay. What can I say? I mean, that intro from my perspective was smooth as hell. Like, I was professional. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I was super professional. Um, Thanks. And you you were fine, too, but I was just on top of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you no, know, you did a good job <laughs> finding, uh, struggling to find the intro for... Yep, I spent about... Like, two minutes. Felt like five minutes. Uh, <laughs> probably was two minutes, yeah, of me scrolling through my phone while you played... No, that was very good. That was very good. That was some of my, I would say that's some of my favorite intro music you've done for the show. Thanks, buddy. That means okay. a lot. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> this is a show about music. It's what we talk about on the show. It's music. I was right? just going to say it's, yeah, this, yep. Um, we yeah. talk about music. I was just going to say it's okay for us to be a little rusty. Yeah. Because uh, we haven't recorded in a long time. Um, not that, you know, it, no one listens to this podcast. Yeah. Um, Except, well, a handful of people we know do. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just, I still feel like the, the need to say that just on a personal level, it's it, between the two of us. It's been a long time yeah. since we've done this. Um, and there's a good reason for it as well, because we thought that it would be a really good idea to take a step back from the pod and really think about what we're doing. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we really planned out how to make things better yeah um and be better about talking about music mm-hmm. um and we talked about it and we planned it out and we said you know what we got a game plan we it's time to get really back on the on field it. yeah so here we are and i just threw the ball under my knees to randy yep. um we're back on the field <laughs> and yeah we're, and we're, this is could have picked a sport metaphor from about a sport to, either of us know about you're about to listen to a master play yeah um yeah 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 i think uh yeah we we were both finding it kind of hard to keep up with all the new music um yeah i I guess i mean you can go on the internet to read about all that everything that comes out you can find a wikipedia page uh for all i care but we we don't look at those (laughs) as far as you never because you can't cite those because anybody can change those (laughs) you could be listening to have you heard about uh, that your uncle joe could have put that on wikipedia for all i know so don't Uh go bringing that to class yeah yep so you will never see that in our podcast citations yeah um but we you know we we're just we're not putting as much pressure on ourselves to keep up with everything anymore we're just going to talk about what we're interested in and be more you know strictly following that right yeah, the truth is that uh, life just got busy for the yeah. both of us. We're both um, busy people who need to work jobs that take up most of our time just to survive. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. would it be nice if we could put a lot of effort into a podcast? I would love that. Uh, yes, but we're not going to because we can't. <laughs> we're just not going to um, do it. But we still want to do it. We still we still want to do it. So we're just, yeah, um, you know, we're going to pick probably one new album every week to talk about as we've done this week yeah. and then any other new albums that we happen to have listened to we'll recommend and we're just going to talk about what we've been listening to lately because i'm just going to listen to frankly whatever the hell i want to yeah but also you know let's let's start the show off maybe before we even get into the music with uh let's just sort of check the vibe a little bit what are you sipping on over there i'm sipping on a little miller high life and i cut up a big slice of lime yeah. in the kitchen before this and i actually had a lot of trouble fitting the lime into the <laughs> the glass bottle because i'd cut a slice that was a little too large so i really had to jam it down in there and by the time i was done i had to wipe a lot of lime juice <laughs> off of my hands and the bottle um yeah did not wipe down the counter though it sounds like um, i think i did oh, okay <laughs> i wasn't there I used i'm to just going board. by your words <laughs> i used a cutting board i'll wash it later i see i see <laughs> Um, <laughs> I am, uh, I am sipping on a man. I made my first ever Manhattan. Um, it's cocktail season for me. Yeah. We've been really house. into cocktails lately. In this yeah. Household. Um, more, I mean, I'm excited by it. I just, um, I've def- defaulted to beer again. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you, you, you seem to be enjoying the cocktails, but I am putting in the work. 
Yeah, um, you are, and, and sometimes <laughs> I reap the rewards. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I yeah that that uh yeah, and you are you know you're tank topped, you're lime in a beer. I'm wearing my uncle the uncle tank top. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, shout out to those guys. The podcasters uniform. Uh-huh. Um, great podcast if you yeah. listen to it they would um, they would love a shout out from us there are people who listen to this podcast who don't listen to uncle <laughs> to uncle you know like, uh, what, 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 i guess that's <laughs> true that is true but just a, something about a, a nice beer with a little slice of lime that just hits the spot oh yeah and i think cocktails, it sends it over the edge cocktails are really good it just like it gets to a point where it's too complicated for me and you know they, they say in life you learn the same lessons over and over again is uh, <laughs> what they say. Yeah. <laughs> the lessons that I learn over and over again is that I am very lazy. And Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm very lazy. As you know, I'm very lazy. <laughs> and Yeah, I feel like that's also the lesson that I keep learning over and over again. That I'm lazy? Is that you're very lazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know. I, I am like... <laughs> insulting you so much at the top of this episode hey, i'm man. sorry <laughs> i'm just joking around i, I did it first it's okay it's <laughs> an open invitation um you can insult me as as long as it makes you feel better about yourself that's all i care about because uh Aww. that's just the kind of guy i am um <laughs> that's so sweet christ-like um, <laughs> yeah you know you put it in the shaker you got like four or five ingredients going on you got a different order of ingredients it's too much to remember uh, there's syrups going on, some sort of garnishes. Just give me a freaking beer sure. and leave me alone. That's all I have to say, <laughs> America. Hey, that's fair enough. Um, but that's enough. That's enough booze talk. Um, you got a favorite? Okay, so you're sipping on a cocktail. What album's on? <laughs> oh, when I'm sipping on a cocktail, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm listening to a little bit of, uh, uh, perhaps a little bit of Miles Davis, something classy. Okay, which Miles Davis? Oh, you know, one of them. Hey, don't even come at me with that. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm (laughs) pretending to not know the name of a Miles Davis (laughs) album. Uh, You know, maybe a Bitches Brew. Is that your favorite? It's up there. I used to probably say Sketches of Spain. Ooh, Sketches? I listened to that. Um, So lately, when I'm at work, I'll just put on jazz all day and just play it through my computer speakers yeah kind of faintly so people can't really hear it until they step into my office and it's a it's a nice way to have music going during the day yeah just a little work tip for you if you work in an office um so i've been dipping back into the miles davis sketches of spain yeah that's a great one um, um i feel like the most cocktaily one might be uh what is it kind of blue that might be blue. the most cocktail that, that is like that's, record that's of his. maybe the biggest one um, yeah and it also a cocktail sipping I'm, I'm playing some jazz sipping on a cocktail you know i might put on some duke ellington or something Ooh. something kind of big bandy or that, that you just like get yeah. swinging to a little bit yeah especially if you're li- if you're sipping on a you know a, a classic cocktail like the manhattan oh for sure for sure yeah yeah one of those oldies um, and you know i might put on a little um if it's a different kind of cocktail I, Such I, as I, I wasn't prepared to go down this road. I just I just posed a question to you. So so maybe we can revisit this uh, in, 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 at the top of every episode. We'll talk about our favorite cocktail. <laughs> you you couldn't you bailed because you could not think of one cocktail other than a Manhattan. No, I was just I was trying to think of other like albums that you, if you're sipping on a cocktail, oh, what you sure, would listen sure, to. Sure. Yeah, um, but I think jazz actually is is a good pull. I was thinking if you're doing a more southern cocktail. Like or just like a glass of bourbon on the rocks. Yeah, uh, you might put on some CCR or something. Oh, sure, um, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and that's a good time. Sometimes there's a so deer tick. You listen to deer tick at all? Mm, not so much. They actually have they have a song called Cocktail. Um, mm, that, now that, that now it, I'm listening. Uh, that they redid a couple years ago as part of a compilation album, but it, they the redo has like steel guitar over it. Um, and, and that's got like a really good vibe to it. So that's, but it's similar to, to that sort of, um, Southern rock type of thing. I don't know. Mm, uh, that, that sounds delightful. I'll have to get into it, that. It's good. Uh, deer, deer ticks, not, not, it's kind of underrated. They're, they're a pretty good band. Yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll sip on some of that new bottle of rye I bought today and listen to some deer tick. Yeah. 
sit on the porch. Uh, anyway, like I, like we were saying, that's probably enough booze talk for the top of the episode. For sure, for um, sure. And uh, maybe it's time to get into some tunes talk. Yeah, so we didn't really talk about how we're, we just want to go in the main topic first, the uh, the album we, we agreed to talk about, or? I think so. I mean, as far as music, if there's any other uh, kind of music stuff you want to talk about beforehand. No, uh, I think we should do that after. If we have time to, we can talk about anything else. But Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, without any further ado, I'll just, I'll just come right out and say it. Is that okay with you? Why don't you? Okay. We're talking about. The new Foxing album. It uh, has a name as well. Draw Down the Moon? Yes. I don't think that's the name. <laughs> Man, I thought that... I did it. I thought that we were talking about doxing. Uh, oh, doxing. sort we of as doxing. a concept? Uh, I was going to say, if you ever have a problem with anything that either of us say, you can just... You can find us. Oh, yeah. You can always dox. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't pull uh, you, a Mike you Mitchell. Can call, you can call Randy at... <laughs> You are cutting that out of the show. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> that is getting bleeped. <laughs> that was my real. I phone thought we were number. talking about doxing. Yeah, no, no, just practicing it, I guess. Um, <laughs> we we're talking about that's a classic. That's a classic clay mistake. We we're talking about foxing. Draw down the moon. They have a new album. Uh, let me start off by asking you a little question. What kind of relationship do you have with foxing and their tunes? A monogamous one. Um, <laughs> you don't listen to any other music. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, the thing about foxing is that they're a band that you would say, oh, do you like foxing? And I would say, yeah, I like foxing. I think they're a good band. And what that was based off of was having listened to their first album back in 2014 mm-hmm. and thinking, oh, this is a good album. And after that, not much of a relationship. So I had listened to that album, you know, a few times, not in, not in a while, not in several years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember that being a good album. I don't think I'd ever listened to their second album until this week. I kind of briefly revisited it when their 2018 one came out. I listened to that a little bit. But back in 2018, that was just not my jam. You know, yeah. I, I was I just graduated college. Um, I was not really following music, especially not. I mean, what emo hardcore whatever yeah harder music um uh, yeah so they kind of they they blend some genres they, as we'll talk they about do, later and on this one especially it, yeah. it's uh you know hard to pin down um but it was it was that band from high school that i was like oh that's a good band but i had remembered them as essentially an emo band um yes and so coming to this album knowing that they were coming out with a new album that they're highly regarded and that as you know, I've been listening to a lot of emo music lately. I've just been kind of digging back into bands that I used to dig a lot and, and finding new music. I, I, I was ready to listen to this, but I was really um, thrown for a loop because this is such a, a popular album mm-hmm. that it seems like anything they've done before. Um, and it, yeah, it definitely has some mile. strong influences from uh, segments of indie that are fairly far afield from emo yeah uh yeah it almost just it sounds like um yeah kind of a general indie rock album yeah uh, at a lot of points um Um, which i i mean i I think it's it's fantastic just to be clear i think i I mean i think we're agreed on this that this is a very good album yeah Um, yeah well when we will we will get deeper into that in a second as far as myself i have a pretty similar arc with foxing Honestly, uh, I have not gotten super deeply into any of their records. I've always liked them. I've always, yeah, like you said, if anybody talks about Foxing, I'm like, yeah, that's a good band because um, I have listened to them and liked them. Uh, but, but yeah, I've never gone deep until this record is the first one where I've been like, oh, man, like I really want to keep putting this Foxing record on. Yeah. Even though those earlier records are all good. And this record actually makes me more excited to go back to those um, because I, I think that uh you know maybe maybe i'll get a little bit more out of them now yeah Um, i think that they are i've been revisiting them yeah i mean especially that first one i think is for good reason a very critically acclaimed yeah uh but their 2018 one i've only had the chance to skim through it a little bit but Mm -hmm. it it it, um does have this sort of 
emo pop fusion going on. Yeah. Uh, and I'm excited to revisit that more because it did pass me by in 2018. And, uh, uh, I mean, what, what a good band. Um, yeah. 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 They seem to have, um, they seem to have a very, uh, well, I guess, yeah, I guess here we'll just, we'll just go ahead and get, get right into it now. Um, as far as my kind of general take on the record, like you were saying, it's fantastic. I totally agree. Um, I think this record is really great. And one thing that I have been impressed with, and I, I didn't deeply research this record or anything, but I, I have read like an interview here or there in the lead up to it. Um, I've been, you know, seeing uh, kind of the, the photo shoots, promotional photo shoots that they've done for the record, which have a funny kind of aesthetic to them that's like very sure, 80s yeah, like yeah, i've seen some of those uh yeah and and like on the record cover is him with the the like plastic sword right over his shoulder um and the kind of cape outfit um which i just think rules um and i love the lighting in all of these photos they seem to have a real mastery of aesthetics um and also a real like awareness of themselves and their career arc like i've seen them talking about how you know with the 2018 record i think what you were picking up on uh in the in the music is is something they were able to articulate very clearly in interviews which was like they were sort of freeing themselves to just play whatever they felt like not be reined in by the genre that they were sort of associated with yeah so do you um, think um sorry what were, what were you saying and then with this record they were saying uh that you know they were doing that again but with more intentionality um and i think it feels that way right so do you think they've they've gone fifth wave is that's what 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 has happened i don't i don't i don't think i would say that <laughs> <laughs> right they're outside of that right sure um i think that they are not only you know They've just they've been around longer uh, than Fifth Wave, and I I think that what they're doing is actually drawing on a lot of influences that go though go back further than a lot of Fifth Wave's influences. Okay, okay, I'm just saying that maybe maybe it means they're going Fifth Wave. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Was that was I not supposed to answer that question sincerely? No, you you, you were. Um, yeah, that that I think that's just what I that's just what I what I love. Like it's it's um. I had very little expectations of this album and somehow it, it is one of my favorite albums of the year already. Like mm -hmm. maybe it's just that it came out at the right time where, where my tastes have, are aligned with this is what I want. Mm -hmm. uh, or maybe I just, it's been, you know, several weeks without a lot of new music I'm super into coming out. It's been a couple months actually without anything I'm really into coming out. Um, so to have something new and fresh that sounds new and fresh that i'm excited to listen to maybe that's maybe maybe i'm maybe i'm too high on it i don't think so Th this is one of my favorite albums of the year and yeah i forget where i was going with that uh but um well can i in that case can i ask you a question yes what i'm just curious if you came to a similar conclusion to me about this record um so my question is uh are there any like specific influences like specific artist influences that you hear on this record yeah so i wish that i had had more time to sit with it and think about mm -hmm. it because i've listened to this album a lot but it's just been listening to it and enjoying it but every time i listen to it i mean uh like i i feel very strongly like this sounds just like other bands that i know i like a lot but i can't pin down what exact bands it's reminding me of okay um so are, are there certain artists that you that are is reminding you of yeah so the one that i hear like so much especially in the first half of the record is uh passion pit okay Interesting. um i feel like some of these vocal effects the the level of detail in the production it really sounds to me um and some of the you know the higher uh register vocals as well um it really sounds to me like Passion Pit, but with, you know, just more like live rock instrumentation behind it. Yeah. Um, it feels like they're pulling off a lot of a lot of kind of the same tricks, but with live instrumentation rather than electronic instrumentation, even though there is plenty. There are plenty of electronic flourishes on this record. Yeah. Um, so it, but it just feels more like rock music still. It does. Yeah. Passion Pit is a good one. It's got that like that sort of 80s push mm -hmm. behind it because another one it reminds me a lot of it's just a smaller band is gunship 
Uh, oh, sure, yeah. Which is just a pure 80s synth pop, um, mm-hmm. but almost like arena rock band as well. Yeah. Um, especially the closing track on this album. Where it's and just very got cinematic. Those, it's got those crazy drum drum fills mm-hmm. uh, and just that, that driving synth behind it. And yeah, very cinematic, very, very epic. I love those moments on, on, on this record. It also, I mean, it, it has moments where it just goes back to, to what Foxing have been. And, and it's just, mm-hmm. uh, you've got those those crunchy guitars kind of going along with it. Uh, it. Man, it just, it's such a beautiful synthesis, which I think uh, it, it's part of why it feels so fresh, like an album to excite me. A new album and, and the year 2021 to be exciting. I think that that is what most of the albums I love are doing or just being totally unabashed, like, uh, you know, totally just going for it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, not trying to um, f- like fit in the hole of any certain genre. Yeah. Um, which is great to me. I don't even believe in genre. So <laughs> um, uh, that that's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think, yeah, one thing that I really enjoy about this record is that there's, um, like, there are songs on here, like, you know, lead single, draw down, uh, no, sorry, go down together, um, and, and beacons, um, that are like, could almost be like radio pop songs. They're like, so poppy with even, they're, they're with totally even like songs. sort of the, uh, the vocalized sort of choruses you know what i mean yeah. with like the whoa uh-huh. like that kind of stuff I would, going I would not on. blink twice if i heard it on the radio uh-huh. i'd be like what is this like a fucking portugal the man or some shit <laughs> exactly uh, but, but <laughs> i was gonna say portugal ex- the man. except the songs are good like, yeah the songs are the good thing. the melodies are super tuneful and catchy it somehow sounds just like all these fucking radio mm-hmm. indie rock pop bands yeah alternative rock radio yeah it's like too good to get played on the radio Mm -hmm. i get not to sound pretentious but yeah it kind of is that way like i'm sure it'll be like on sirius xmu or whatever yeah um but i do think they'll find some some commercial success with Mm -hmm. this album for sure and and Um, they deserve it they do Um, like they they wrote some incredible pop music yeah Um, yeah these are very good pop songs and also one thing that i love about those songs is like i feel like throughout this album they're kind of like making you wait for the big moments where they hit the guitars and the more emo rock sound yeah and then when they give it to you it's just that much better so fucking good yeah it's just that much better um which yeah i just everything about this record just feels like so perfectly balanced and calibrated to me um in a way that's really satisfying from front to back like it's really an album that is not at all a slog to sit down and listen to all the way through it's like what 40 minutes long or something like yeah, uh yeah yeah 39 minutes 53 seconds yeah i would say like it i love this length for an album it's great and it's it is one of the these shorter albums that i listen to and i'm like this could be longer and i, I would not have a problem with that because mm-hmm. it's, it's just over before you know it and this is one that i'll listen to on repeat for now uh because it's that good because uh, i just want to hear the songs again and man it just feels good to have an album this good come out it's been a it's been a minute it's been at least a, a you know a few months since i really felt felt so immediately pleased and pleasured by something like this yeah absolutely um and there is there is one other uh influence i guess i was going to shout out which is like the song it's really just the one song i guess but at least we found the floor which is probably like the quietest sort of indie folk ballad almost uh right yeah it does it does have those um acoustic guitars it's very yeah it's very acoustic and it really sounds like a uh like kind of early like cherry tree era lost national Mm, b-side okay it it does have that sort of national yeah and there's even and there's even like a deeper vocals in the background i think done by somebody maybe other than the lead singer um, that really they kind of sound like they're doing their Matt Berninger impression, but mm. I like it. Works for me. Yeah, we're we're talking about this. I'm having like flashbacks to another album that came out earlier this year, uh, Ice Age. Um, mm. Just because that's an album that is incredibly polished, and also I listen to it and I go, I am listening to a different band right now, a band that I've heard before. Um, sure. Like they have like just straight up pavement songs on that album. <laughs> um, yeah. 
but mm-hmm. for some reason that this foxing album um i don't know i think that it's better um sure not to not to draw a comparison an unnecessary comparison there i was just reminded of that shl <laughs> album by what you were saying yeah sure um, um i like both of them yeah i probably like this one more as well if we're gonna compare them yeah i i think that if i was if i was going to to draw a difference there it would be that the ice age album is mimicking bands that i i think that just are critically adored mm-hmm. um because that's the kind of band ice age is yeah um, that's what they're going for and foxing is doing certain it's fill it's like uh, mimicking certain bands in a way that's like making a sound a certain type of sound better than i thought it could be like it's making radio pop oh sure better sure. than i thought it could be which i already knew pavement sounds fucking great if you're gonna yeah. mimic a pavement song of course that's gonna be a good song because pavement's one of the fucking greatest bands of all time sure but like we were saying like there's a song on this that sounds like a Portugal the Man song. I think Portugal the Man fucking sucks, uh, sure. but this is it a great song. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't like to say that about bands. I think it, it, Portugal the Man is is fine. Actually, I do think they have some good songs. Yeah, um, that first album is pretty good. Neither here nor there. <laughs> um, my point is that like I respect Foxing doing these sounds so well because mm-hmm. I I didn't know I could enjoy it this much yes yeah no i totally agree and i i think also they are um they're doing something that i think is a little bit harder which i think is taking influences you know like passion pit while you know passion pit was pretty acclaimed in a lot of circles in their day you know in 2012 or whatever i don't think that is the like coolest sound right now in 2021 i don't and so when passion pit was big i don't think you were allowed to consider them cool like yeah yeah even though they they were yeah they were well reviewed and popular and still not cool right yeah they're they're literally there's a pitchfork review i'm thinking of that's like passion pit is not cool it it literally it just tells you that it's like yeah and it it's a positive review of an album but it's like listen here listen here champ passion pit's not cool okay yeah um and i you know I fucking love Passion Pit. I'm a noted Passion Pit fan. One of the great uh, artists of that era. Yeah, 100%. I love them. And so, yeah, to be sort of like, it sounds like kind of crass to call it repackaging, but like to be sort of reinterpolating Passion Pit and The National and, and artists like that who I think are legitimately big influences on people in our generation who grew up to be into, you know, emo and indie rock. Um but are also not the coolest influences to have. Uh, for me, that's just like, right. That's right in my sweet spot. Like this, this album is just, it's, it's pressing all my, my dang buttons. You know, I yeah. just, I just love it. Um, but I feel like I'm, I may be starting to repeat myself here. So maybe it's time to move on from discussion of this album. Uh, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, you know, we, we might be, I'm sure we'll talk about this in a future episode again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, this album just came out on Friday. We're recording yeah. on a Tuesday. So this is th- Monday. Holy shit. <laughs> Normally we record on Tuesdays. That's why I said that. Um, so, yeah, even less time than I had planned on to have to talk and about And we are at 1357. Somebody has a birthday <laughs> tomorrow and we can't record. Yeah, somebody, um, somebody does. It's Randy. Um, Randy does birthday <laughs> tomorrow, but... Yeah, I just uh, think that this is one of the best albums I've heard all year. That's what I think. Um, and it's a band. It, I was not expecting it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was expecting to just enjoy it, to listen to it and go, oh, yeah, this is a good emo album yeah. that, that came out this year. Uh, instead, uh, I am playing it over and over again. Yep. And I'm just loving all those little songs. I'm getting. The, I'm starting to get them stuck in my head. I, I've listened to it probably four times through now and i got one in my head right starting now. starting to to really uh, get its little hooks in my brain so hey foxing good job yeah hey no doxing for foxing no doxing I, if I, but if they make a bad album next time we will be doxing you <laughs> we will dox you <laughs> <laughs> um, all right we'll be yeah. right back <laughs> it's a break
Hey, welcome back. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hey, we're back. We're back. Um, how's it going, first and foremost? Uh, <laughs> it's great. I got a Topo Chico in hand. What'd you make um, there? What's that? It is an Americano. Um, that's, What's that? Uh, that is vermouth, Campari, and seltzer with uh, orange orange slice garnish. Um, ah, you know, it's great with an orange if you like it sweet. It's great with a lemon if you like it a little more sour. Um, it's a great drink. It was the precursor to the Negroni. Um, the Negroni is just that with your, your favorite drink. With yeah, that is my favorite drink, but it's very spirit forward. This is a little lighter. Won't get you too fucked up. You know what my favorite drink is? Uh, what? A motherfucking beer. <laughs> I you know you've been yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, like one week ago, you were saying that you were trying to get away from beer. You were trying to drink less beer. You were excited about the cocktails because you wanted to have less beer. Yeah. Um, but now you're now you're back on the horse. I'm gonna have to try some other methods to <laughs> to get less fat. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you gotta get a you gotta get one of those. Um, do they uh, do they sell like patches for beer? You know, sort of like nicotine to get off cigarettes. Beer patches. Yeah, beer patch. You just take a little nips. You put them in. <laughs> <laughs> you open a beer and take a little sip every night. Yeah, anyway, uh, how are you feeling? How's it going over there on I'm that side good. of the I'm feeling good. My eyes just started irritating me, so I apologize uh, for what's going on over here. Um, but, like, I feel pretty good. I don't know. We just spent a little bit talking about the <laughs> It is disgusting what you're doing to your <laughs> eye right now. <laughs> I, it was I'm horrified. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> yeah, I was you know, I was pouring out a little of beer on my hands and I was dabbing it <laughs> up on my eyes. I was saying it's the only thing. It's my medicine. It's the only <laughs> it's thing that makes medicine. me feel better. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, the only thing we planned on talking about is the Foxing album, so I guess I'm stalling. Um Oh, but, sure. But uh I, I mean, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, you, you know, I, I just love music so much that it makes me happy. I love it so much. Um, All of the beats per minute. And when they have the ride symbol. Talking about ride symbol. Yeah, the ride. You, you know the ride symbol? It's like the one that you. Like when you're on a. Sort of use like a hi-hat, but it's it rings out. I, I don't know what you're talking about. They're okay. R- oh, symbol. Like I'm talking about music here. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to know how stupid I am. I thought you were saying like S Y M B O L. The riot symbol, like when you're on the Hulk and it's like, is everyone seatbelt strapped and you get the, <laughs> the green light turns on? I thought that was the ride symbol, and I'm not even joking. That is literally where my mind was. Sure. Hey. <laughs> when we're talking about music. Yeah. And I'm a musician. <laughs> I. I claim to be. Um, so, you know, hey, we have a good time here. <laughs> <laughs> we sure do. Uh, that's enough riffing. Talk to me about the Laura Stevenson album that I didn't know what it was earlier, even oh, though I listened to it before. Uh, the thing is, I listened to this because you had recommended it to me, or you had mentioned uh, that it, it was, was on my out. radar. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is coming out. I was like, okay. And I'm uh, a very mild. I level. don't know that I had listened to yeah. a Laura Stevenson album uh, before, even though I had recognized the name. She was she was uh, involved in the music industry. Yeah. Um. I, um. I don't know. That I've listened to one of her solo records before, but I. And she did that. Did you listen to that EP she did with Jeff Rosenstock of Neil Young covers? Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah. That that must be where I recognize the name from because yeah. I, I was into that EP. Yeah. Still listen to it. Um, it's very good. I'm gonna have to go back and revisit her earlier solos because this one, I think it knocks it out of the freaking park. Uh, yeah, we were listening to it earlier. Had you listened to it before I was playing it earlier? You said you had, right? Yeah, I listened to it once. So we both listened to it twice now. Um, that shit's good, dude. It's just it. It's really that's a, that's in one of my sweet spots as well. We talked about the Foxing record in the sweet spot. Uh, today's a a double. It's a double sweet spot week because th- that record is right in my sweet spot as well. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's another one with a, a good variety, a good mix of tracks. Mm-hmm. You, I think right off the bat, the album is, it's rocking pretty hard. It, it's got that sort of, it does, it does sort, sort of, of come like in a, hot and then really but, mellow but it, out. But it's a laid back, even when it's at it going hard, it's kind of like a slacker rock yeah, type of yeah. thing, I guess. Uh, but, but it also has got some, some sort of acoustic ballads on here. Uh, but, but, um, lyrically a plus, um, mm-hmm. She's a very talented songwriter. It's a, 
this one is what I'm into. What do you think? I, I, I pretty much agree with everything you had to say. Um, like I, like I was sort of alluding to when you had it on earlier, I asked you, I was like, who, who is this? Um, and I sort of had an inkling that maybe it was Loris Unison, but I honestly <laughs> did not. Say, you didn't say that when you were asking me. All right. Uh, you, you can make up. You can <laughs> this cover, is true. You can this cover is true. your ass now. But just, uh, I who's this? cannot prove that I was thinking that I was, yeah. but I cannot prove oh, it. You're right. right. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so I honestly, I guess that song had just gone in, in one ear and out the other. But I did overall like the album. Um, I did find myself, while I did like the more meditative singer-songwritery tracks on here a lot, I was sort of wishing for a, just a little bit more of the, the rockin' side of things on this record, personally. Um, sure. no, I, I, just, I just wanted it to let loose a little bit. I, I agree. I think um, that listening to it again the second time, I was like, man, the ones that's all of the ones that had I had remembered that had stuck in my head mm-hmm. were the ones that went a little harder, except except for a couple. But yeah, there, there, and there are some beautiful, you know, more singer it feels songwriter like especially in the back, songs. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But it feels like especially in the back half of this album, it's just the, there's a, a few tracks in a row that are just all a little more down. Um, and it, it's it's easy to sort of lose your focus when you're when you're listening to to the, the, those back to back to back. I, I wish that it had been been a little more sparse, a little more selective with the ballads, and maybe had a couple more, uh, just indie rock sort of Courtney Barnett sounding songs. I guess. Uh, I don't know. That's what it sounded like to me. Sure. But, um, no, I I don't think that's a crazy comparison. Yeah, that's just that's just the kind of rock and roll it is it is to me. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's still rock and roll to me. Yeah, uh, even if it's old junk, <laughs> uh, but this is new junk. It, it's still good. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, I hope Laura Stevenson never hears this. Um, <laughs> I think she's very talented. Um, I do too. <laughs> one of the great. One of the great, one of the best albums I've heard all year. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I actually agree with that. Even though we we sound a little down on it, I do think it's I think it's a very solid record. Um, yeah, it, and uh, I think another thing you've been checking out recently is that uh, Ty Siegel. Yeah, I listened to it once all the way through. Okay, and you know I, I've been I've I've thrown a couple of the songs into my rotation. Yeah, it's a good one. It's not it's not. Uh, he's had a few albums in in recent years. Um, that I think are some of his all timers, and he's obviously a very, very prolific artist. Yeah, one that I've barely even scratched the surface of, quite frankly, uh, yeah. as far as listening to his albums. But that one that came out in 2018 with uh, Lady on Fire and some other songs on it, yeah, that's a heavy hitter. Emotional Mugger was a huge one. Uh, this one doesn't go quite as hard as those do, but it, it's still, uh, I mean, it's his first album since last year. Uh, it's worth listening to, it's kind of got that psychedelic uh hard rock thing going for it and i i do think it is quite good it's it it really is um it's like a lot of albums that have come out this year that that just um i I don't know that i'll be talking about this album down the line at all but for now it's got some songs that i'm digging it's pretty good i don't know yeah i'm looking at his discography right now and i'm like man i just had I feel like this just happens with Ty Siegel sometimes where like, I just had zero awareness of like anything after deforming lobes in 2019. There's been three other albums since then and just zero awareness for me. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like this one (laughs) I listened to because not a lot has been coming out that has been on my radar. Um, But those, I'm sure maybe those albums that came out that I didn't listen to are are just as good. He just, he's going at it, you know? Yeah, and he has been going at it for a long time, and then he's you know he's made so many records I I really love like you know Milted and uh, Manipulator, Tyrex, Emotional Mugger. Sure, yeah, yeah. And of course, like you were saying, twenty eight the the king of them all for me, sure. Freedom's Goblin. Freedom's Goblin, which that, I think yeah. is that's a great album title for one thing. Um, it's an incredible album title, but also like I think that is his most popular record, and it's one of those cases where like it's really fucking deserved. That that's his yeah, most popular record, but like, like, it's really great. If a dude, that I mean, that's got to be like his eighteenth album or something. 
if a dude can somewhere in there can yeah. churn that out that late into his career being that prolific that's like a sign it's like the king gizzard thing where it's like yeah their highs are so high that mm-hmm. you better check out every album because right. you might miss something fucking great you yeah. know uh and there even, can be a surprise masterpiece at any time e- even when it doesn't stick in your head like you know i I don't remember the name of this album that we're talking about right now that came out in 2021. Harmonizer. I hardly remember the name of any album I talk about. <laughs> this is so true. it doesn't matter. But I'm just saying. It's part of your brand. Irregardless of the staying power of this album, I think that it is absolutely worth checking out uh, because it rocks freaking hard. Totally. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've honestly I've not listened to it all the way through, but you've been thrown on tracks, and every time I'm like, ooh, that I recognize that that's Ty Siegel, and I think I like it. It's got that signature sound. I'm like, ooh, yeah, I know that voice. Yeah, I know that guitar. Mmm, I like it. Ooh, baby. Mmm, give me mm. some more of that. Yeah. All right. Uh, you've been throwing anything on the old the old player? Nope. That you've been listening. It doesn't even have to be <laughs> new, dude. I okay. just mean anything. Okay. What have you been listening to? What have you been up to? Tell me. We don't. We don't ever even talk anymore. I listen to podcasts. No, I. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's so true. We never talk. <laughs> I barely even registered that you said that. Um, I've been listening to uh, a lot of old Death Cab records, which I feel like is so not interesting to talk about. Um, <laughs> but that's what I've been doing. <laughs> Already put me to sleep. Right. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about. We have the facts, and we're voting yes. Dude, I mean, yeah, Death Cab's good. That's cool. I'm glad that you're doing that. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I wasn't going to bring it up. Certainly a band I return to often. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love them. I put on the photo album the other day while I was in the shower. I was having a great time. Uh, hey, good shower album. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, favorite shower album. Drop it right here. Wow, favorite shower album. Um, You know what gets me going in the shower? Yeah. What is that a song? Oh, <laughs> that yeah. I feel. I just feel like Chris Pratt. Uh, I feel like dang Rocket Raccoon in the shower. Yeah, you know I'll play that <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack in the shower. Oh yeah, Volume One, baby. Um, that's as good as it gets. Um, <laughs> uh, do you have a Do you have an actual like favorite shower album? Dude, I'm like no. really. I'm stalling here. So, f- so number one. one. I like a podcast in the shower. Uh, so do I, but that can be rough because sometimes I lose some of the words that they're saying through the shower noise. Dude, this is why I got the waterproof Bluetooth speaker um, that I just hang up in my fucking shower. Um, it's a good investment that you, I think, have made fun of me for. I was just um, confused the first time you told me about it, but I get it. it. It hangs around my little shower nozzle, and I hear the words straight into my earlobes. Yeah, um, yeah. And I don't. That's where you want them. I do not get confused about what they're saying. I know exactly <laughs> what's going on. I know what's happening all the time when I'm listening. Um, yeah. But well, what's your what's your number one shower podcast? My number one shower podcast is this podcast, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're just listening to all of our like 15 episodes we've made on a loop. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> any. Uh, let's see. I mean, it's really, it's whatever I'm listening to in the moment. So yeah. like a lot of the time, you know, um, the podcast I listen to most often is Rob has a podcast, which is just a big brother survivor update podcast. Yeah. You love that shit. I listen to my big brother live feed updates every morning. Shout out to big brother. Shouts uh, out. They could use the views, uh, <laughs> you know? So I, I end up listening to the live feed updates a lot and I also will listen to, uh, you know, video game podcasts, whatever. Um, I think Watch Out for Fireballs. That's a, that's a good one. I've, I've been listening to the shower lately. Oh yeah, sure, sure, uh, sure. Those guys have shower voices. But if um, I was gonna do a shower album, yeah, if I could pick one album, uh, I had to put it in the shower. So okay, <laughs> yeah, one, so, okay. one. So you have to question, pick an album. New question. Okay. Yeah. Every me. time you shower, this album plays. What's the the album? Yeah, this is the shower album. This album has to take a shower every time you do. And I'm going to say that you could maybe pick the place from the album that it starts in so that you don't have to listen to the first track 
every time you take a shower. Uh, that's not really an important stipulation, but I'm oh, gonna, I'm okay, gonna, I see. I'm gonna include it in yeah, there yeah. that, that uh, you don't necessarily have to start the album from the beginning every time you take a shower. You could maybe start from track five, even six. Um, <laughs> Seven's pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you go first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I see how it is. I think, um, you know, because it's got to be, it's got to be an album. I feel like there are certain albums that I love so much, but are like a little too sad, maybe, to be every time I shower, right? Like, I can't, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I can pick like. No one knows what it is. <laughs> what is it? That's what you th- I'm thinking of. <laughs> Saddest <laughs> song I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, d- fucking, uh, what is that? Behind Blue Eyes? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That, and that brings me so much emotion because I, I have blue eyes. That's um, why I, I associate that song with you because. <laughs> that's really, I love to you, hear that. You have blue eyes and you used to have a big The Who poster in your room as a child. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Keith Moon's a great drummer. Um, and, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I feel like I can't choose, like, The National is maybe my favorite band. I don't think I can choose a National album. Because no. just too sad. I can't be listening to that every day. You know what? You know what I actually want is an album. Every time I shower, I want to feel like partying. Because I feel like shower, showering, <laughs> showering to me is about renewal. It's okay. about getting ready to go do something. Um, it's about, you know, re sh- a shower is a rebirth as far as I'm concerned of, of your soul, of your body, of your spirit. Um, and so because of that, I got to go with, um, I'll give you my top two choices. Okay. Top two. I think maybe, uh, yeah. Andrew WK, the 2018 I, record. I knew it. Uh, um, I knew it. And then maybe my other one is one that I've only gotten into recently, but, uh, uh, Paradiso by the Sloppy Boys, because that that wow. album that album wow. gets me amped. I would love to listen to those songs when I shower. I've done it already, yeah, and it was sure. a great time. And it it does it does give me a feeling of like, oh, I'm ready to go uh, out on the town. That's one of the songs. That's, out a, on that's the town. an interesting choice. Yeah, that's a great answer. You know, you don't you don't even spend. Your showers, you know, they, it doesn't take that long. Yeah, uh, mine are only 30, 40 minutes tops. Sure. So, yeah, that's tops. Uh, a lot of times it's it's way short, you know? <laughs> yeah, a lot of times it's maybe six. Yeah, exactly. So, but 30, 40 tops. No, I agree. I'll take a 30-minute shower. Hour? Two? No. I'll take a 30-minute what, shower. What's your shower album? Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know you're joking about shower times now. I thought we were having a serious discussion. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, a 30-minute shower. Sometimes you can do that. It's, hey, a, I'll it's do, a treat. I'll do one better than you. Um, okay. Top three, uh, because I don't want to pick two. Uh, and I'm going to answer it seriously, just as you did. Um, okay. We were a serious podcast. Um, I think that... I'd be offended if you I'll, didn't. I'll do Weezer Blue Album. Um, okay. Hey, that's a bit of a party album. You know, Pinkerton is my favorite album, but I think the bl- you don't want to throw that out in the shower too I much. I think Pinkerton, in a lot of ways, is the opposite of a shower. It's a bad shower. It's a shower of filth. It's the shower that you don't want to take. Yeah, where you're like sitting down um, <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, no, it's it's a. I've always called these a James Bond style shower, where you're fully clothed and you sort of sink down to the floor slowly. Yeah, not a shower that I'm trying to take. Hey, I hope I never have another one of those showers it's, in my life. It's not a shower um, you take lightly. But so Blue Album, I could throw on a lot of songs from that album and just have the fucking best time. Um, it's, gr- it's great. It's high energy. It, it, it's got that rock and roll thing going on. You, you're singing along. You're pretending that you're on the stage. Everyone in the shower, when they're in the shower, they're pretending that there's a big audience in front of them. and They're showering for the whole audience. Oh, yeah. You got your shampoo into, bottle. Singing you're into the singing shampoo into bottle. Yeah. Uh, everyone, everyone wants to imagine that everyone's watching them shower. That you're uh, scrubbing to the beat. Yeah. Um, so that that's number one. And then uh, two, I'll go with my favorite band, Vampire Weekend. I just mm-hmm. feel like I could throw on uh, Father the Bride. I'm going to go with their most recent album because it's long. I could have 
what that album was it like an hour and 20 minutes or whatever how long is that album? It's it can't be that long. I'm going to look it up, that's but keep talking. That's too long. Uh, it's like an hour long, whatever. I don't remember. There's a lot of high-energy pop songs. I think you're right. The Shower's Party Time. But I think each of these albums has a low-energy option, if you were feeling that, that you could go for. Um, and then That's true. Neither of my choices have any low-energy options. I think that if I, I could throw on Say It Ain't So if I wanted, if I was... You know, not trying to go straight into the party time. Um, and then number three, I'm going to say I'm going to go with Late Registration, the Kanye West album. Wow. Because that's not, I, I think the showers are all parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that people take showers when they're sad, right? Father of the Bride is under an hour, by the way, without the bonus tracks. With the bonus tracks, it's just over I an hour. I thought it was really long because it's so much longer than the other Vampire Weekend albums. Yeah. Um, but I think that you don't need to uh, – you just need positive songs for the shower. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What What is a shower to you? You know, I was I was saying so it's a way for me to get fucking clean. For, like, <laughs> it, well, it, I was saying most of know, the time it's just that a it, shower is rebirth. It's renewal. What is, what is it to you? I'll shower. It, no, if I'm feeling weird, I'll just take a shower and then yeah. I'll usually feel better after. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I take it every morning just to wake up sure. and get clean because um, I sleep in uh, just a big pile of crumbs yeah. in my bed. That's um, not even <laughs> a lie or a joke. Or <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> so it's a way for me to get clean. <laughs> and um, if I, you know, sometimes it's a way to, for me to get the sweat off of me and get clean again. But also, if the vibe is off, somebody mm-hmm. just got to pop in the shower. I did that today. And if that's the case, then I got three albums based off of my rule that I can... Yes. Listen to at any time, sure. um, and I think that's way better than sometimes you're feeling real depressed. You're like, I just gotta go in the shower and be sad. But if you're putting on Andrew WK in there, you're like, wait a second, there's more to life than being sad in the shower. Yeah, yeah. And if and if I'm feeling like really down and I'm not ready to party, I can put on one of the spoken word passages from that album. Where he will amp me up and prepare me to party. That's like half of that album. It's like spoken word, right? Yeah, I mean, you feel that way because you hate any time anybody talks on an album. You know, that... So you sent me recently that... Uh, something I agreed with, which is that there's no sp- good spoken word parts on any album. That's the one example I can think of where I enjoy the spoken word parts is that Andrew WK album from 2018. Yeah. Uh, music is worth living for is that the name of the mm-hmm. album yeah um i like the little monologues he does on the album yeah genuinely i think they're good i agree so there you go but because he did it so well no one ever has to do it again i could get behind that he's perfected the form yeah Can't be taken any further well is that the end of the show i don't know you have anything else to talk about hmm Oh, and we're back. Yeah, I mean, I really brought it for the second half with the questions and the interviews. <laughs> well, with the question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um... I guess, uh, oh man, did we ever talk about this Birds of Maya record on here? Probably not. I don't even know what that is. Oh, okay. Honestly. Um, Birds of Maya, they had a record called Valdez this year. Um, I really like it. Um, I think it, it's, you know, it's not even really a new record. It's one that they've been sitting on, I think, since uh, like 2016 or something, they recorded it. And then they just decided to drop it uh, this year. And it's fucking great, just like noisy punk stuff. Like I don't, I don't even know quite how to describe it or what, what exact genre to put it in. But it, it, it really rules. Um, you should check it out. It's very, you know, rough around the edges um, in a way that, like, very scrappy in a way that I really, really dig. Um, 
So that's that's a quick recommendation. I thought, uh, oh, what did you think of that Waves record? Did you listen to it? I have not listened to it yet. Hmm. I like it. It's pretty breezy. That you can count on them, um, Waves. Yeah. You know they sound they sound like uh, the the name. Hmm. <laughs> wow. I never really. Huh. That guy's my hero. I never. Well, you, you share the last, the same last name. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. So that's kind of beautiful. I think everybody should have at least one of their names be the same as their hero. Uh, that's why my f- my hero is Randy Jackson. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I thought your hero was Randy Quaid. <laughs> well, it's a close second. Um, oh, you know, another another quick recommendation, Lantlos. Had an album, Wild, Wild Hund, Wild Hund. Yeah. I, I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce it, honestly. You're recommending that to listen to? Yeah. I, I recommended it to you already. Uh, I texted it to you. What's it called? Lantlos. Oh, this is the metal album. Thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's very very good. It's it's among my favorites. You're always trying to get me to listen to that scary shit this year. It's it's not a scary one. I promise. It's won't it will not scare you. Okay. I promise. <laughs> Could be really mad if it does scare me. <laughs> does Death Heaven scare you? No, they don't. They're not scary. Okay. Well, like then you haven't seen them live. I like Death Heaven. He's kind of a, he's kind of a scary guy live. It's very intense. Yeah, that's scary. That's scary. I don't like in, I don't like tents. I don't like intense. You, yeah, you hate you hate tents. Not a fan of camping. Um, you know, you know what's a weird thing? <laughs> don't dwell on that. You know what's a weird thing that I revisited the other day? What? <laughs> I got. We gotta wrap up the show. But <laughs> um, I revisited the Panic at the Disco record from 2018. Pray for the wicked. Oh, uh, recently. That's that, that. Is that the one with high hopes? Yep. Nice. And uh, <laughs> I gotta say, God, that 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 album's not even that bad. Is that what you're gonna say? No. Oh, okay. It is that bad? <laughs> really? It's truly. What's that? It's that's got that song awful. that's like um. Say something. amen Saturday night. Saturday night. It's Saturday night. It's Saturday night. Oh, yeah, you know, it does have that. You know, Twenty One Pilots. They have a song that I swear is just like that on their new album. I find that so easy to believe. I'm going to play it for you after this, this podcast is over. Great. Um, <laughs> but it's it's really funny. They have a song that is like the exact same vibe, and it's about Saturday night. Um, that rules. But, yeah, I, I mean, I guess it makes – like, High Hopes sucks. Um, yeah. And Possibly if, their worst single I just ever. hate it because if it wasn't for that song – then people wouldn't have made fun of Pete Buttigieg as and much. And he would be president And he now. would be freaking president, which and would be... everything would be so good. Like, totally great. Anyways, <laughs> moving on from... Th- I don't want to dwell on that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, wouldn't it be nice to have a normal, sane man as president? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just a super normal guy for once. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like Pete Buttigieg. I can't turn on the news. It's like... Uh, Joe Biden said this. Joe Biden tweeted this. Like, oh God, I hate uh, it so yeah, much. He, uh, uh, oh, Joe Biden uh, licked a puppy, thinking it was an ice cream cone. <laughs> that that, that could have happened. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, you gave so many recommendations. I want to do the same thing. I've just been listening to a lot of like um, emo music. Well, I will say, um, I think the part where I was giving recommendations was the most boring and worst part of the whole show. I'm gonna I'm gonna so. give a shout out to my <laughs> new favorite band, Hey I Love You. Uh, oh yeah, they're very good. They have come out with two EPs this year. One of which, Internet Breath, is fucking amazing. Actually, uh, they're both very good, but th- that one in particular is just you. You have to listen to it. It's incredible. Uh, their 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 EP their LP is probably not coming out till next year. I'm not really sure, but uh, that's my new favorite band. Uh, wow, that's it, all it took to unseat Vampire Weekend. They unseated Counting Crows, actually, was <laughs> uh, the, the reigning champ, uh, <laughs> which I have been listening to a lot of, by the way, but I will not recommend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love you. Stylized. Hey, comma. I-L-Y. Uh, check them out. 
if you haven't, because they are one of the great bands operating today. Are you certain it's not? Hey, Illy. Yep. Okay. Yep. I just wanted to be sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm positive. I just wanted to be sure. Um, uh, do you have anything else to say? No. All right. 